Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, welcome everybody. Greg Grasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here in a, uh, a beautiful February night. Uh, uh, we're, we're talking about historic snowstorms years ago and... Uh, uh, and it's just so wonderful uh, to be able to drive around tonight and and just join you uh, with uh, uh, coming up on our nine-year anniversary. Uh, we've got almost 450 live shows that we've uh, that we've done through the years, and uh, uh, tonight is going to be another uh, another another great show. You know, it's it's uh, it, it's kind of interesting how the show has kind of taken a mental health aspect over the last several weeks uh, uh, since I declared that I wasn't sure if I was depressed or sad or, or what it was. You missed it, Jake, a couple of weeks ago. I, uh, or was it last week maybe that I was, uh, I, I confessed on air that I, I'm depressed. Hey, Amen. Love that. You, you know, and, Thank you for uh, that. And, and it was a situation where the night before I was at a memorial for a uh, Hingham uh, vet, 30 years old, that uh, took his life by suicide July 3rd. The father was there. It was the wrestling team, the whole the whole thing at Hingham High School. But during the c- ceremony, they, in- they, they had to announce that another Hingham veteran, 31 years old, killed himself two days earlier in the VA parking lot. Jesus. And, you know, after two hours of constant trying back and forth, and it was, boy, it just hit me all at once that, uh, you, you, you know, but I, I think it was sadness more than depression, and I hope, you know, I, I've had a couple of people say that, you know, that, that maybe it encouraged other people to address how they're feeling, how they're really feeling right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's totally reasonable with how the last few years have gone. Um, you know, my therapist said to me, it would it's totally normal to have a, a, at least some sort of depression right now. Like if you if you don't have depression right now, like there's something wrong. Physically wrong. But you know the meds for not being depressed. Exactly. They're like, hey, we gotta fix this. Uh, there's obviously something wrong with you. But let me introduce Jake McCaffrey from our uh our, our good buddy from uh, the Red Sox, uh, uh, the home base program. Jake, welcome back, brother. Hey, honestly, uh, I was saying this to you guys before the show, but I've been at the home base program for three years, and this is my third year in a row coming here. And, and the fact that I've been here for 33% of you guys' yeah, lifespan yeah, is, is yeah. amazing. So, and he has a better voice than all three of us combined. It's not fair. Thanks for coming. Goodbye, Jake. Hey, honestly, I'm just trying to be like you guys when I grow up. So if I can <laughs> do that, I will be uh, I will be solid. I don't uh, know. We haven't seen Kevin Dillon or Josh Egan for a while, they're still running. Yeah, so that's why um, they had to send a really talkative person from yeah. my organization to fill the gap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I also, I don't have like a super heavy Boston accent, but if you need me to turn it on, bro, I, I, I freaking got you. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, we'll let you, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll, uh, 
Well, you'll you'll feel the lull in the show if that uh, if that comes. Got it. All right, kid. Uh, uh, Justin, thanks for coming in tonight. As always, it's nice to be here. You, you, you know, uh, he just surfaced. He's on snorkel. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's he's only a, a, a several feet below. Hey, water I brought the tonight. warm weather from Westport up here tonight. It's so. very nice of you. And Gino, brother, thanks for coming in, setting us up. My pleasure. Good to be here. Yeah, you know, we love it. And yeah, Gino, uh, thanks. Gino. And and here we are on a, the uh, a, a beautiful night, but we're going to be. Uh, Talking about the uh, the things that that Jake and his uh, uh, cohorts over at um, the home base program to see what they're up to. But uh, before we do that, I think uh, we got to lighten it up. We, we got to lighten. Well, it up. I'm afraid this will be a, a light. This will be light, more lighthearted than the Chinese balloon. Hey, love that. Yeah, you know. But we're not going to shoot it down, so no, we're good. No, no. <laughs> All right, Georgie, uh, take it away, Wolfie. Oh. Wait. Good luck to everybody. Yeah. Craig, you're doing great. To the light folks. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Mike, 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 Mike. It's not a Tony. It's not an Emmy. It's a Betty. And tonight's human sacrifice is a good friend of ours, Don Kupperstein. And um, he was a first lieutenant in the Air Force, and he was in NORAD headquarters. And I think the best thing that he can say is he didn't bomb us. No, right? that's good. That's good. Those guys <laughs> could point the direction of all those bombs, he, right? They, they watched Santa Claus. But did yeah. you see the balloon? Yeah. <laughs> did, did you see the, the thing on Facebook where it showed a great big tushy and it said, and it was like a balloon shape and said, this is the Kardashian's balloon we're going to send over China? <laughs> that was a good one. That was really good. But anyway, we got to actually be nice to Don because he's a hell of a good guy. So um, he couldn't... He he couldn't become a, a mechanic in the Air Force, so he decided to become a lawyer. And he actually does good with it, and he does free services for all the veterans. Wow. So it's really good. You know, not the criminal stuff, but all the stuff we screw up on a daily basis. So he's really a terrific guy. He was here today at the um, at the food drive through and he comes to all the coffees and all, and he, he's just there. Everybody's always talking to him. Looks like the big godfather. But she'd be sitting in the corner. Everyone goes up and whispers in his ear, you know. And he helps them out. So it's really exciting. So we're really proud to have a, a friend that getting a vetty that can read. Well, I don't think he can count. He would have been an accountant if he could read. But he's a lawyer, so he can read. So we got to thank uh, Don Copperstein for um, a big shout-out from the Veteran Voice Radio crew for actually doing some good stuff. So thanks, thank you, brother. Thanks a lot. Thank you for your service. You, you, you know, uh, this is a talk show, Wolfie, but it's, it's, it's no, <laughs> we, don't, we, we tend not to talk about what we're gonna do, That's we tend we, to talk about what, we what we've already done. Yeah, you yeah. know, and tonight and and today was our tw- you know twenty twenty fifth or twenty sixth consecutive month with the food drive. Yeah, amazing. and uh, I'm standing outside it's, with it's Rob so Hackler, and and, and uh, it, it at ten minutes after nine. He, he yeah. Rob is, oh, he said and, t- yeah. Rob is standing there with me, and he's saying, "Greg, here comes another one." Greg, look at another car. Look at his two cars. Look at, I mean, they were just coming in faster and faster and faster. And and I want to reach out to all the listeners of tonight's show. If uh, if you've got an access to some, uh, uh, I won't say some extra food, but some food that you could uh, donate to Wolfie and I to, uh, you know, arrange to pick it up. Uh, you know, we'd like to pick up cases of uh uh, food uh, next next food drive is going to be March ninth. Yeah, uh, Thursday yeah. March ninth yep. is going to be the next date. So with that in mind, uh, 
uh, would like to collect food that week leading up to that uh, that 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 ninth when we have the yeah. giveaway. Yeah, we'll pick it up in the disaster aid trailer that week. If not, we can just drop it at the station. We did five thousand pounds of food was gone at by ten past twelve. Yeah, gone. It was amazing. Yeah, it really, yeah. really was was. And, and you know, Wolfie, somebody said uh, it, uh, during the day that uh, this next month that uh, or this month that the extra SNAP benefits. Yeah, are going to be Jimmy taken Richmond away. Saying that. Yeah, so gonna... now you're gonna now everybody that's been getting an extra seventy or eighty bucks with the food stamps, gone. Well, now that's gone. Yep. That that, yep. that 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 that's gone. Just when, you you know. So we're we're doing the best we can, but Wolfie, you having we need problems? Some help. We having yeah. problems sourcing food? Yes, yes. I had to, I had to make three runs. Normally I did one run, then I'm up to two runs. So we can get more food from Matt Martin and Hunger, but we can't get it from Snickers, and, and we can't get it from the other food pantry. So I can't give any names. So one of the food pantries says, Wolf, you know everybody. Who do you know in the big Boston scene for food? My best friend who passed away, who had a terrible problem. Um, his sister's one of the big shots. She's on the front page of the Globe and the front page of everything. And they said, well, can you call her? I said, I don't have to. I got invited to a party there was Saturday night. So we're going to be there. She's in trouble. So you can put the finger on her for some food or what? I got to rough her up. What's, who she work with? I can't say all that stuff. She's oh. in the top league with um, New England food. Oh, She's oh. up, has a podcast, everything. She's one of the big dogs cool. in that whole area. So I'm going to ask cool. her for two bananas and a carrot. So, She's going to look at me like I'm out of my mind. So, folks, if you uh, but we uh, need help. We need help. into the food industry. Yeah, maybe you work for a grocery store chain. We, yes. Uh, maybe uh, we're going to call Roach Brothers to see if yeah. uh, they would bring some uh, uh, help us uh, distribute uh, and, and maybe have them go backwards to their suppliers to see if Green Giant will donate a thousand boxes of frozen yeah. string beans. Yeah, uh, Greg, we can take the frozen. Greg got us a uh, freezer. We got a freezer now. We can store it a uh, couple of weeks in in advance. You yeah. just let us know. Yeah, where, where where it is, we'll come get it. And uh, if you want to come help us distribute it, yeah, that's fun. That's we'll, a fun. We'll time. give you a table. Yeah, you can fun. put up a little sign from your grocery store or your grocery store chain, and 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 because we're certainly. Proud to have you with us, but we're happy to let everybody know that you're with us. You're a genius. Wordsmith. That is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Well, I just made it up. That was brilliant. I wrote it down because I already forgot. Modern day Mark Twain over here. Yeah. 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 Because we really, you know, I joke around. I kid around. You probably didn't know that. I wanted to preface that. We really need more food. We were out of food by by twelve ten. Terrible. And that was 5,000 pounds, so it didn't even make a dent. So it we really no, need... It was nonstop. Yeah, so we really need, you know, the, the box here and, and the bag here, but we need some of that commercial stuff. And Greg just said that was genius. We'll give you a big table of sign donated by whatever the name of the organization yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, The press is here all the time. We have the Marshfield Cable is here, the ATD, WMEX is broadcasting live. Yeah. WATD comes down and puts it on their Facebook uh, that gets it's, it's, it's a great chance for you to, That's you, you know, yeah, even yeah. though it's not what you're looking for, we, we're proud to have you and we want to thank you. And that's our way of saying thanks. Uh, and we'll get some other support for you. When it that. comes to um, 
the grocery stores, I wanted to add that uh, there's plenty of veterans in particular in need that could also use gift cards. So yeah. if any of these big grocers who are going to be donating, as requested, yeah. if they want to uh, throw in gift cards, we certainly know the folks who could put them to use. And we can, and we can even trans, uh, translate those gift cards into cases of food. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You, you know, and that's and gift cards are great. You, know, you hit them a, when they're on sale that yeah, way. Too. Yeah, that's a great point, Gino. That uh, we then can target what they need. You, you, you know, yep. making sure it's good nutrition and all that. And uh, uh, at this point, let's uh, take our first break. I know, uh, okay. uh, Justin, we'll uh, we'll get back here, but uh, why don't we take a break here, Georgie, and uh, we'll come back. Uh, after these messages. Take care, take care, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here with our good friend Jake McCaffrey in from the Red Sox home base yes, program. Uh, yeah. uh, Jake, uh, the, the truck just pulled off for uh, four miles a couple of weeks ago, yep. so everybody's thinking about baseball in the summertime and the Home Base Foundation. Uh, for our audience, because uh, uh, we got some um, folks, we, we now want to say hello to the uh, Reach Across America Network. Yep. I think... Uh, I think that a lot of you folks might not know of the uh, Red Sox, uh, the home base program. So if you wouldn't mind, Jake, a little bit of the history and and uh, then lead us up to today. And then we're going to just talk about all the stuff you got going on this year. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great kind of um, team me up. It was T-ball. That's what I've been calling it recently. Yeah. So uh, the home base program. Um, essentially, it's a partnership between um, what was previously known as Mass General Hospital, as Mass General Brigham now, uh, and the Red Sox Foundation. So in 2007, um, representatives from both organizations. Um, so if, if you're not familiar, the Red Sox Foundation is a charitable arm of the Red Sox. Um, but they went down to uh, Walter Reed, and they saw that the physical wounds of war were being managed and, and handled, but not the invisible wounds. Um, so... In 2009, we started as a post-9-11 veteran PTSD clinic. And thankfully, you know, just being a veteran myself, thankfully that is now turned into what we are. Sure. Um, so we uh, offer services completely free of charge to all veterans, all service members, regardless of discharge status, regardless of payment status, regardless of insurance. You have opened up the doors. Essentially... There's so many different barriers within the VA. Um, you know, we all hear horror stories about the VA, um, specifically with people with dishonorable discharges, because we understand that a dishonorable discharge doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It means that you, you had bad situations happening and you deserve kind of the same treatment. And if anything, you know, being in the military, you know, evolved that and, and really magnified it. So we wanted to make sure that we're getting everybody. So the dishonorable, they, they could be the most in, in, in need. Yeah, exactly. I mean, every, so every single veteran that needs help, we want to be that place for them to help. And how do you, and how do you provide that help, Jake? Yeah. So we have a couple different options. Um, so we have a two-week intensive clinical program. Essentially, it's about a year's worth of therapy. This is the granddaddy of all. Yeah, the, yeah. This is it? yeah. So uh, it's really weird for me to you know hype up my organization and blow gas and yeah, yeah, anything. But, yeah, but, but we're the gold it. standard. It's Jake. Not enough people across the country know what you're doing. Yeah, and this should be duplicated in 32 other baseball towns. Yeah, 100%. every single baseball town should have a a, a Red Sox. 
uh, alliance. Yeah, I think other uh, sports the same thing. You know, I I think as we move forward, so we're part of the Warrior Care Network, which is we're one of four hospitals within the uh, the United States that help do this. We're um, again, I don't like really blowing up and, and gassing up things that I don't truly believe in, but working there for three years, I've never woken up and been like, crap, I need to go to this job today. Um, and that's kind of the biggest stamp of approval and love that I can give that organization. And because Jake, you had some challenges leading, running into it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I, I, I've touched upon it a little bit. I'm a, I'm a Marine Corps veteran. I served in 2011, 2015, um, uh, deployment to Afghanistan in 2013. Um, and then, you know, uh, I also, uh, I've been sober from, I'm in long-term recovery from alcohol. I, I actually had my sub- two-year sobriety date, uh, January 3rd or January 30th. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, step. wow. Yeah. So for me, it's any single time I work with somebody in my community, I'm seeing a version of myself. It's a mirror and it makes it really easy for me to get up and do this job because we're doing, we're, we're just able to really impact not just that service member, not just that veteran, but their families, the communities around us, you know, changing the narrative. Are you feeling the empathy that you're given? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, yeah. and, the, and the understanding that you you understand. Yeah. So I think that's, that's a great thing um, about the whole process is, you know, their first point of contact, especially if it's a veteran in Massachusetts, their first point of contact is a veteran on my team um, because we get it. You know, and how many members of your team? What if, what does your team consist of, and what do you do day to day? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll, I'll kind of transition this into the two week ICP yeah. program. So yeah. my team is um, I'm a peer recovery specialist now. Essentially, I'm I'm working as a recovery coach at home base, so working with veterans that come in with um, co occurring mental health and substance use conditions. So I'm basically leveraging my personal experience into you know hopefully elevating professional interaction. So the rest of my team. Um, are basically we're peer support. So we have this two-week ICP. We fly in vets from all over the country, all over the world. You fly them in? Yeah, fly them in. Transportation's free of charge. Wow, we so didn't know that. That's one of my housing free of charge. Yeah, so oh we, we have a hotel that the veterans um, stay in um, that's like half a block away from our, our clinic. So they walk over every single day uh, for those two weeks, and they're getting uh, individual therapy and group therapy. So my team is there to be kind of a stopgap between the veterans that are there and the clinicians. And this is a step above now. You you didn't always start with that uh, uh, concept of uh, uh, such great care. Before it was daycare or, 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 or day, days at a time for, for your counseling. This two-week intensive counseling session... That's really a big deal. Yeah, because we also look at it like every single person that comes in as an adult, they have responsibilities, they have things. And, you know, the the week-to-week therapy, what you were, were calling it, the, um, you know, the week-to-week, the month-to-month, doing that, it fills a, a, like it fills a niche. It's, it's something that's really great for, you know, sustained recovery. You know, you're trying to talk to a therapist on a consistent basis, work through things. This is something where we're pushing all of that together in two weeks and basically just like, here it is. And then you have a family member come in during the middle weekend? Yeah, so we have, um, so they don't, right now because of the COVID regulations, it being a general hospital program, uh, we've been, you know, we want to make sure everybody's safe, but also we've been a little bit slow to change that. So uh, we offer a virtual family component during the first, end of the first week of the ICP. So 
uh, the, that Thursday, it's strictly for the family. We offer a, a three-generational care model. So uh, when I say that, I mean we're not just offering services to that veteran and service member, but uh, their family. So say they have parents, uh, spouses, siblings, or children. Um, Boy, Justin, quite a that's quite a, a change deal. from when you get out of the service, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's so you, much. You get the bum, bums rush <laughs> and the kick in the ass. Suck you know? it up, Jason. That's yeah. What he, yeah. yeah. No, uh, no it's, it's a whole new world. And, and again, I think it just reflects those times where you can talk about mental health now. It's yeah. acceptable. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. acceptable yeah. to talk about it. And for veterans to even acknowledge it is, is, is huge. Well, and, and unfortunately, uh, suicides... Are so prevalent mm. these days, and 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 it's not always the homeless person that takes his or her life. It's the most successful of the successful, and, and you know that we, take their own yeah. lives from time to time. Robin Williams yeah. was there a more talented, funny, seemingly whatever individual with demons, yeah. with pro, with with you know insecurities and. Uh, you know, for what, for what, but there's a million reasons out there, uh, and we're seeing too many of them. Yeah, and you know, it's it's strange because we we talk about the 22 a day, and we know it's more than that because we started taking numbers now. Yeah, I, I don't even can't even imagine what the greatest generation that there were no numbers in the when they come on in the yeah. 40, you know, in the 40s and 50s, how many in different ways lost their lives due to the combat that they were in. Yeah, uh, you just. Because, you know, there's just no numbers for it, and and and, and you know it was there. And how many you know p- passed away because of alcoholism? Oh. Well, those are the slow yeah. suicides, right? Yeah. Those are the ones that we're not counting as you know they, these right. these people have um, you know unfortunately killed themselves. It's oh they you know lost their battle at the end of a long fight and stuff. But what you had said about like that's you know I'm 30 years old, right? So I'm fairly young. But for me, you know, I heard the narrative when I was in the Marine Corps of, oh, you know, don't get mental health. You know, you can't be weak. You have to be this. And I recognize one of the strongest things and one of the most empowering things about me is that I've made this mental health part of my life. It's something that I I have as a badge of courage. And realistically, like as veterans, we've seen the worst in life. Like our worst days are terrible, but our worst days are behind us. And we, you know, I'm 30 years old. Four of my years on this earth were in the Marine Corps, but I have 26 of those that have been out of it. Yep. So how do I, how do I figure out how to collect the pieces and and be okay with not being okay? And I think going up to a Vietnam vet, going up to a dude in special operations, going up to people where they see me as a Marine Corps vet, and they're like, "Oh, you're a real dude." Like, yeah, yeah, good yeah. stuff. And I'm like, "I'm a real dude yeah. that also has demons that I'm working on, and it's okay to do that." You know, Cheryl Poppy wrote me a, a note a while ago, and she said that what we're t- what we're almost doing is saying it's okay to not feel okay. Yeah, it's normal. It, it, it's not a big stigma anymore, and. Anybody that says they're okay are probably lying, <laughs> you know. And uh, uh, you, you know, we don't have Jenny in tonight. She's out uh, on assignment, saving some more uh, lives uh, somewhere across uh, Eastern Mass. But uh, you're right, uh, Justin. The 22 a day—that's identifiable. It's not it even might close. Be, yeah. you no, know, might be 30 or 
35 or some, God forbid what number there might be. You know, we, we talk just about being in the military. You identify, we all identify veterans. We all yep. look at each other, oh, you're a veteran. But that doesn't define who we are. Yeah. Uh, it can't define who we are. Like you said, even if you spend 30 years in the military and you've got 60 years or 70 years on this earth, you, you've got 40 years that, that, doesn't, you know, that, that you have to reach for. And that's yeah. how you go. And we talked about this a while ago, the older veterans. We forget about them. We, we look at the young veterans like yourself and say, you know, we need to talk to them about mental health, and we ignore the 60, 70-year-olds who have pushed that so far down, and due to circumstances in their life, whether it's retirement, the death of a spouse, now all of a sudden at 70, 75, that's all coming up. And yeah. They're amongst the highest suicide rates, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. The, the the senior population. Yeah. Um, but at this point in time, George, why don't we take a... Why don't we take our second break, take our halftime break, and we'll be back to, to talk some more about Jake and the, uh, the Red Sox home base program and uh, uh, how, uh, uh, who should get involved and uh, what would the steps be to, uh, to have uh, someone uh, talk to somebody over there. But, George, why don't you take it away, kid, and uh, we'll be back after these messages. Well, well, you, I mean, it was. Back. Yeah, go ahead, Jake. Oh, I was just. I mean, we're just talking about, um, you know, Vietnam era veterans and, and kind of the the difficulties with, you know, having that identity when when you got back into being a civilian and and, um, you know, honestly, for my, you know, I was a post nine eleven vet. I, I deployed to Afghanistan in twenty thirteen. Got out in twenty fifteen. The generation now, it's oh my god thank you for your service thank you so much for what you did you're a hero all this stuff but you know you look back 50 60 years that narrative's not there and they weren't given the correct you know just talking about making sure that we're getting all single all veterans regardless of who it is yeah in there um that's why it's important because it doesn't matter if you served 50 years ago you're still a veteran and you still deserve you know pat on the back and saying hey bro thank you you for know your when the veterans got 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 the Vietnam era veterans got, I, I, I think, got painted with the brush of the, the, the country wanting out of the war. Yeah. And, and if Bobby Kennedy wasn't killed in California, we would have been out of the war long before we were, were because Richard Nixon continued it and we didn't get out of it until 75 when we finally had the, whatever, um, but that it was a. But you know, it's okay to hate war, and I think most veterans would say that. Yep. It wasn't okay to hate the warrior, and that no. was the, yeah. that no. was the difference between today's war. Like I said, I, I'm not a combat vet, but it didn't matter. No. We were a veteran, and when they saw our uniform, they didn't care what it, what branch of service or where you were, or what was on your shoulder patch. You were just, you know, you were in that category. Yeah. And so everyone got treated that way, and so the difference is. Our generation of veterans made sure that when these young men came home, that uh, and and for the Vietnam Veterans of America, my organization, our national motto is never again will one generation of veterans abandon another, and, and, and that we've held true to because, you know, it was the way we were treated by other veterans, and 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 our own peers when we came home. And more than that, the VA. Yeah. Those oh, yeah, the VA was still in back that, then. That was 50 the years thing ago. that made well, the Kevin big Barrow difference. Kevin was in last week from the really vet centers. Yeah. And just talked about that same history that it's that it's associated they're associated with the VA, but they're not the VA. Right? Yeah, you they know? try to distinguish themselves. Yeah, I'll yes. tell you. You know, and and, and you can say I think the VA's come a long way in yeah. the last I'd say ten Ma- to fifteen. Magnificent. 
Magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. In New, here in New England. Yeah, I can only speak in, here, here in, in New, New England. England and, and some other places, we don't know. Yeah. We, we don't know. But, Jake, you're part yeah. of the world's greatest health organizations. Uh, you, you know, none better than, than here in Boston, all the way down to CTE technology and, and examining, you know, brains of people to, to maybe help them while they're still alive. Yeah, actually, it's funny. Well, not funny you bring that up because traumatic brain injuries and depression and stuff aren't funny. It's like when a veteran will be like, hey, hey, man, I'm feeling, you know, really depressed and I just don't know what to do. And I'm like, that's awesome, man. I'm like, no, 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 it's not about your depression. It's about the fact that you're talking to me about it. Um, We offer so uh, we have a a program called Combat, and it's specifically for special operators in the special operations community because they're dealing with essentially like micro TBIs on a consistent basis throughout their career. They're, you know, they're doing constant deployments downrange for 18 years. And, you know, say they have three traumatic brain injuries, small throughout that, but they pile on. Sure. So uh, our combat program was founded to make sure that we're able to catch these guys and, and make sure that they're getting a full neurological evaluation. They're getting physical therapy. They're meeting with, you know, um, during physical therapy, now, they're doing balance stuff. Now, this is some symptoms or some some not feeling right that develops after after the after they get out of the service. Is it right after they get out of the service? No, is it it's, different for everybody. We have so we have act so specifically for this program. Um, the special operations community as a whole is hard to get your foot in the door, um, just because the nature of these guys. But once you do, once you're an organization that people in the community will, like, vouch for, you'll start getting more. So that's what's happened within the special operations community. We're very highly well regarded within the Navy SEAL. Uh, like, one of our biggest funders oh, and donors. Oh, Navy SEALs are being Navy decimated. Fa- yeah, Navy SEAL decimated. Foundation, though. So with a lot of these guys, they're the athletes of the military. Yeah. So they're, you know, the, they're, the narrative of just, like, for me, being a quote-unquote normal Marine— you know, the narrative was, dude, don't go get help. We need you, all this stuff. That's 10 times fold because of how much investment into who they are and, and kind of the tool that they're being used for um, by the United States government. Willingly, of course, yeah. everybody, especially in this generation, is signing up. So people sign up to take on those challenges. But we were talking about this before. A lot of people join the military and they don't actually necessarily maybe understand the ramifications of what's going to happen after. Um but kind of going back to the the combat program, we just saw the 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 intense need for this. So with that, they're getting a neurological evaluation. They're getting connected with VA services, so they're active duty. And how would someone start this program? I mean, yeah, how do you, you know, yeah. who, who who should be who should call you? Yeah. So um, and how should they call? If you go to homebase.org, org, uh, actually, let me let me make sure I have this correct. Um, Home base. Yeah, there's, you have there's no 10 idea. million listeners right now. Yeah, yeah so I want to make sure that the the my website, the organization that I'm preaching is no correct. Idea. I heard that the Chinese have a balloon overhead yeah, the Chinese, just to pick yeah. your brain tonight. Jim. Hey, there are veterans in China. All right, we're trying to make an international <laughs> impact well, and an international we're, we're, footprint. So they tried to pick Wolfie's brain. They gave up. <laughs> Flatline. They're just like, this is too many big brain conspiracy. I can't handle it. No, but um, so you can go to homebase.org. Yeah. And we have a uh, connect to care button on there. So okay. it'll bring you to a referring page. Um, and you can just veteran service member, family member. You can refer yourselves in. 
It's going to be put in a referring list, and we'll reach you out. So it's basically going to ask your contact information. Say it again. Say it again. Uh, so it's homebase.org. Um, and then there's a connect to care button on uh, the website, and then I'll get the phone number for uh, calling us by the end of it. But, um, yeah, it's it, you know, you'll put in basic information. Um, uh, if, like, we can text you or call you or email you, and yeah. then just a little bit about kind of what you're going through. Because we don't just have the ICP or the combat program. We have outpatient now, groups and all this stuff. Th- that, that might be okay for the for the for, for a family member. Yeah. But what are uh, that's, uh, that's thinking okay? But what if somebody's like not thinking okay? Yeah. I, I mean, do they have a fast forward button? Like, like we want to go right by this and get into like I need to talk to somebody right away. Yeah. So on that, you know, on that referring list, um, if somebody pops in on the referring list, they're hit up between twelve, uh, twenty four and forty eight hours. Like they are hit up by next business day. So if there's something on there that's like a major, major safety concern, it's going to get to the right people. And that person's, you know, it's the best thing about my organization, too. It's it's not even about what we do. It's about connecting people with outside organizations and outside resources. So if we can't help you, we're going to get you to the right place that can help you. Right. And you've got real people answering the phones? Yeah. Real, uh, you know, so if you call the number, uh, which, again, I'll get by the end of the show, but if you yeah. call the number... Uh, it's going to go to our voicemail, but if it's during working hours, which is 7 uh, a.m. to about uh, 5 p.m. every single day, um, there's going to be somebody on the front desk, you know, waiting to take that call and refer you in. Um, and, and Justin, you had a pleasant call with the folks at 988 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we uh, wanted to try the system because, you know, we've been broadcasting it and referring people yeah. out. And uh, when I called in, uh, they picked up. There's a 15-second, 20-second intro. Tells you what's going to happen. Cool. Uh, phone rang three times. The young young woman picked up, and I explained why I was calling. And we went through the system and talked about follow-up, what happens. You know, you, you speak with me. You think I'm doing okay, but where's the follow-up? And she said within 24 hours, there's a contact, immediate contact, and then referrals out or whatever they need to do. So I was... I was pretty satisfied with what I heard. Um, you know, the only downtime was Saturday, Sunday. There's no pickup. So yeah. I told her that's a time when a lot of the guys, uh, those are nights, Friday nights, Saturday night. Yeah, they're by themselves. Yeah, so isolation. I'm sure they'll probably, hopefully, as we move forward now that this system's in place, that the 988 folks will start getting weekend coverage where they can get referrals out, you know, yeah. in, a, in a timely manner instead of having to wait two and a half, three days. Yeah, I think a big part of it, too, is that, you know, that early intervention or just that, like, initial, you know, it's it's finally somebody reaching out for help. It it takes a lot to just get to that point. So you want to you wanna hit it while the stove is hot, and you want to make sure you're, if you're not able to help that person, you're doing a warm handoff for somebody else, yeah. and you're making sure that that person is getting to where they need to be. Because um, it's not about, you know, if they're doing good or bad. It's It's often about getting them alive to the next day. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, this—it's obviously a crisis for them to make that call. Yeah, and the and the worst scenario is that they just goes into voicemail or, you know, there's just no follow up, and um, it makes effect nice. could even make them sound, seem more helpless than what what the, what it is. Because I've tried to reach out, didn't get the help, and yeah. you know, it, it snowballs the. Uh, yeah, it's like reinforcing, like, oh, I'm reaching out, and still nobody's helping me. Nobody cares, um, yeah. and that's that's the thing. It's like. It should be celebrated in a human being once they do reach out and be like, hey, dog, hell yeah. You know, when people tell me that they have a substance use issue or anxiety or depression, 
I'll have civilians be like, oh, I have PTSD, but it's not as bad as yours because you're no, – and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's trauma. Like, yeah. we can, we can you know, relate on this. And yeah. I think it's it's just making sure that those people feel safe and secure in what they're doing and, and being empowered in not just that interaction but future interactions. And giving them hope. Giving them hope. Honestly, you know, they may have had so many terrible interactions with the VA or healthcare provider, and you can be that one – it can be that one-time thing where it changes the complete narrative and it changes that person's life. And most of the time, it's – they just need to know that it's, they're not alone. It's, yeah. This is not – they're not they're not the only one with that issue. Yeah. And it's that initial contact that, like you say, letting them know, thank you for talking with me. You know, you're telling them, thank you for opening up to me. Well, I and think that – I think that what – we have to do, we at this table have to increase our outreach. Mm. It, you know, we're, we're not, re- obviously we didn't reach the poor kid in Hingham last week. Yeah. You, you, you know, and he was there. Yeah. And and then he's, and, and you know, we, we got to get out there even more, Jake. Yeah. You know, with more outreach, outreach events and, and if if we can attract one new vet to, to any one of our new events, July we're having a big festival again, you know, and uh, you know we're, we're certainly looking forward to having a home based program there amongst all the other providers. But uh, it's really difficult to get that message out. We've been really, really trying really hard. Uh, I think the inclusion of REITs across America is going to help us a lot. That added message of uh, what we're doing here that's been successful. We, we hope that folks from other parts of the com- country are taking our lead and by our lead, not me and Wolfie, uh, but, you know, guys like you, Jake. No, you know? guys and, like you. Uh, it's it's uh, the guys that really do th- yeah, stuff, you know. We have some real heroes yeah. hey, we're, within our network. We are a universe of supports for each other. It's not just veterans and military. Right. It's the people that support them. It's the families. It's the people back home that are doing this because, yeah. you know, you don't have to do that. Like you don't have to do this, but it's you guys want to do it. And nobody and you else make will it do happen. it. Yeah. Exactly. And, and nobody else. Who will else do is going to do it? And you're like, I I gladly take this on as as something that I can live with at the end of my days. You know. Yeah. What I mean? here's, here's an important story that happened to us. The uh, names will remain uh, silent because I forget the names. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all right. Best anonymity so, is a little. So we dimension. get a call that someone tried to go on the computer for home base. They struggled a little bit. And, and so now that guy's in trouble. Yeah. So they called us up. We called one of your crew up. They said, you know, this didn't fit that. This was, you know, that kind of baloney. And um, so it's the story about follow-up. So they called us. We called you guys. And you had the guy saved him in an hour. Well, so that's a follow-through. Keep doing it. Keep calling. Yeah. Keep going. Don't press one button. Whatever. Say that button again. Don't press that one button. And then us old guys struggle and then say, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's they that's a thing. That follow up, follow Greg, that number, you know, everything. talking talking kind of about what you said and, and disclosing that you're dealing with some depression and stuff like that took some, pardon my language, some balls. That took a lot of courage to disclose that on a on a platform like this, and that's the that's the thing. It's you know, being veterans, but also being men in our community and being like, it is okay to not be okay. It's that macho crap. It's a macho bull crap. And, you know, that's why I'm I I consider myself like now that I've hit 30, I consider myself like retired from my crazy. You're almost old. Oh, man. I mean, hey, listen, I got got, got, sweaters to the 30. I got got a bulging disc in my back. I wake up when it's cold. My knees hurt. 
Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah welcome. Oh, Doesn't get, you're, not, you're never going to feel as good as you do today. Hey, honestly, <laughs> I'm living my best life at this point, and I'm just enjoying it. So. Well, and at this point, let's take this uh, last break for our, uh, our, our sponsors. We'll be back uh, to follow up with uh, Jake and, the, and his home-based program uh, with, uh, with some more information about uh, this unbelievable program that's been started here in Boston. Uh, George, take it away, kid. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here with uh, our good friend Jake. It's uh, his third uh, his third venture into the uh, out of the big city and down yep. into. Uh, Beautiful Marge Vegas here, and uh, he's not wearing a helmet this time. No, so no, he's no, no, comfortable he's, with us. He's, he's feeling safe here. Uh, we got his back covered, that's for sure. Listen, for this sure, it's Jake. like a nice nature trip when I leave the city. Um, <laughs> anything outside of what 93 North is past the the, the tunnel, um, it doesn't typically matter to me. So yeah. it's nice to come visit. Um, you know the. The nice, uh, I was going to say simple people, and I yeah. don't want to say that. The, the, the little people. people. Hey, I yeah, Where do you live now, Jay? I, I live in Medford. Oh, yeah, Medford. Yeah, Medford. Medford. Yeah, I, like I said, I still have a, I can do a Boston accent. I just don't want to, like, put it on heavy. Like, you know, you know I feel Bob's like it would just be obnoxious if I talk like this. Yeah. <laughs> you must know good. Bob's Grocery. Oh, dude. The Italian joint, oh my. I go, they, oh, I, live around, I live around the corner from that place. And you didn't bring us any of that scholar Unfortunately, bread. I didn't. You know, I got the red horn hanging in my, uh. My window of my car, the Italian horn, and oh, I got it at Bob's. All right, well, now I know moving in the future time, that I'm going to bring a whole platter from Bob's. That'd be nice. Yeah. This is that, unreal. That, nice deli that'd plate. That'd be nice. All right, well, we'll uh, when is that next week? Uh, yeah. Well, back, I mean, you were talking about... Uh, don't hurry back, but how's next week? Well, right? you were talking about, uh, you know, opportunities coming with, um, you know, the national yeah. syndication stuff. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I mean, we'll talk offline about uh, setting up some opportunities. I would love to come and talk with you on a podcast or something. Yeah, so great. I'll bring Bob's yeah. out whenever I I come out next because time. what it what it's what it's also doing is they're they're looking for more content, Jake. Yeah, hundred percent. And so we're going to be doing some broadcasts that may not play on the radio; that'll just be played as podcasts. Okay. We've got a studio all lined up, and we're going to record two or three or four shows at a time with you know with similar with the same people talking about different subjects within you know the realm of what they're working with and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, the future, the future is is looking pretty good here, Jake. But uh, uh, what about the future of the run to home base? That's one of your big runs. Yeah, um, your big fundraising efforts. You know, other than you know, you beautiful men and coming out and seeing your lovely faces once every year, uh, I'm obviously here to <laughs> plug a little bit about my organization, and I love the fact that you guys continue to allow me to come over here and continue to engage with me, and I really appreciate it. So. Um, Wolfie actually poked me with a, a pen, and he was like, hey, make sure you put the number on there. So the number for Connected Care is 617-724-5202. And again, it's 617-724-5202. Um, like I said, uh, if it's during Monday through Friday, um, about 7 a.m. to about 5 p.m., uh, and you call that number, there will be one of our front desk people um, that will work you through the referring process. But... Alternatively, you can always go to homebase.org and hit the connect to care button and we'll be able to uh, we'll still be able to reach out to you. But and, and there's plenty of follow up. I mean, it, it's not like just going into a deep well somewhere that no. nobody's going to get cuz these are important people. Yeah, well, hey, every single person that we work with is important sure. and you know, making sure that they 
they are and they feel like they are empowered in what they're what they're doing what their care is being honest and open about the communication because you know unfortunately there is a wait list on some of our services and stuff but just being honest and being like hey this doesn't mean that we're just going to stop talking to you this doesn't mean that you know this this ends here we're going to make sure that you have the correct supports in the interim for um your eventual and how about coming out the backside jake yeah does the care stop then or is there someone that you can you know call or someone that calls to check up on you yeah yeah so going you know honestly it's it's more so you know as a needed thing right so we are never if somebody ends care with us and you know that will be a determination with them and their care team and you know obviously they'll be at a, a you know a better place but if they don't they aren't you know it's not like they can't get care with us again. We are always open to um, past patients because, you know, past patients can easily be current patients sure. in, a, in a, you know, a split second. So we want to make sure that if they do need that support, you know, for me personally, working in the recovery space, um, you know, offering substance use support and talking about my own personal narrative with substance use. And they'll come for the ICP and get a uh, dual recovery support. So substance use and PTSD care. I reach out to every single person on the dual recovery track while they're in. Spectacular. Um, I, I do a, a month, uh, three month, six month, nine month, and a 12 month check-in email. And so if I email them and they're like, hey, dude, I'm actually really struggling with this. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And, and you get some of those? All the time. Do you? I Yeah. So they will say, hey, I, I haven't been doing really well with the VA or I need some support groups or resources. I get them them. So that's just kind of... I can speak on my personal side of that, but that's that's what my organization is. Yeah. Um, I also I know we're kind of crunch for time, yeah, so I'll I'll, I'll plug I'll plug a, little, a, bit. I'll plug a okay. little bit about the Run to Home Base. Yeah, please. So don't. this is this is our 14th annual um, Run to Home Base. It's presented by Raytheon Technologies. They've been amazing partners with us, and they've done nothing but be uh, fantastic advocates. Uh, so it is Saturday, July 22nd. Um, oh. Yeah, hey, it is going to be hot, but... Um, That's the day of our event in Quincy. Well, have them run to Quincy. Yeah, Hey, it's close enough. Could be, why not? And apparently we're opening up a, a home base uh, outpatient clinic in Quincy from what I heard from you today, Greg. I so, didn't hear about uh, it. Uh, you, 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 you know, so... Uh, you know, maybe they rent to Quincy, and uh, you know we all uh, we all applaud you as you're coming in. Hey, honestly, we're there for the physical health and you running there, and then the mental health. And after we get kicked a out of Fenway Park by nine thirty. Exactly, easy yeah. day. That show doesn't open till ten o'clock. Half an hour more than enough time to get south. I mean, honestly, this is the thing. You know, they do the run, they get a hot dog, and they go to your thing, and it's, that's it. It's all encompassed. But um, oh, perfect. Yeah, th- I I love this. This is uh. A Parkinson's Pavilion is going to be uh, one of the highlights, uh, Jake. And what we're doing is we're seeing such a large uh, concentration of Parkinson's uh, uh, problems. Yeah. Uh, we're opening it up to the public. Okay. So for the first time, because we want, there's so many. I mean, we have Mass General Hospital is there, um, St. Elizabeth's, uh, Boston Scientific, Michael J. Fox Foundation, pa- National Parkinson's Foundation, uh, and a couple of other people that, uh, oh, Brett Miller says 110 Fitness is going to be there. So the uh, the Parkinson's community is really, they got some big news about some gene therapy that they're working on. And uh, Brett was excited the last time he was coming in about some big advancements in Parkinson's. So, Yeah, honestly, if I can make it 
I mean, obviously, they're kind of going at the same time, but uh, I hey, will. We'll, we'll do it for five hours. And I'll make the effort to get we'll out there. Your, you know. We'll save you. you it's not like I just see dogs. you guys at this office. I've seen you guys out in the community a, a couple times. We'll, so. we'll challenge you to axe throwing. I mean, we, oh, had, we had axe throwing last year. Again, hey, I, we talked about this earlier. I got the body of an old man, so my arms might fall off. That's a, no, 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 I did it. <laughs> I, Paul the... Sullivan challenged me to a duel. And, and... I don't know who won, but the customer was always right. Nobody bled. Paul won. Everybody won. Yeah, yeah it was it, it was it was a blast. It really was. Um, uh, but yeah, just kind of circling back to the the run to home base. Yeah. Um, so it's a nine k run or a five k run slash walk. Uh, and we found that with. How do you sign Oh yeah, so uh, run to home base dot org. Um, there all the information about that is on run to home base dot org. Um, Either as a group or as a company? As a group, as an individual, we have teams that you can hop on, all that different stuff. There is a there's a, a fundraising um, component for every person that signs yeah. up, but every single dollar that's fundraised goes directly to Veteran Services at Home Base. It's, it's a spectacular event. Absolutely. And I hate to, I hate to uh, kind of rush you through, but we just got to say a couple of things before we get out of here. Uh, Wolfie, I've already had a phone call tonight about someone with a food uh, opportunity for us. Wow. The phone, so the phone oh rang you, just a little you, while you. ago. It's so good. Uh, and it's and so I'm going to follow up with that kind person tomorrow. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, you know, March, March 9th, we got to stay open until, you know, 1230 or 1 o'clock. But I'm afraid that, you know, this yeah. food insecurity problem is not going to get any better. Yeah, call a radio station. We'll come pick it up with a trailer, all that stuff. That's real important stuff. Thank you. we got to give a shout-out to Jimmy Richmond. He's out of the hospital. American Legion, we have one thing growing. And how we had 20 people at the meeting last night, and about a dozen people called and said they couldn't make it. So we're actually revitalizing the American Legion in how. Well, it's for they everybody. Everybody's they need, they, they need it. They need it. Gino, thanks a lot for setting us up tonight. Thank Keep you, Gino. On. Jake, thank you so much. Anytime, honestly. Uh, Justin, thanks for coming up all the way from Westport. And uh, Georgie, thanks for, uh, for for subbing in tonight, kid. You're, you're perfect on the, uh, on the, on the great. table as always. Thanks, Greg. Oh, we, 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 like we enjoy dinner. it. Yeah, just like a turkey dinner. Just a reminder for veterans out there, if you've got some evil thoughts, or not evil thoughts, but thoughts that you want to get out of your head, call 988 at the prompt, press 1. You will talk to a live person who is interested in talking to you. So. And, and continuing that theme, Justin, next week we're going to have another show on mental health. Love that. Oh, with some with the new mental uh, health groups that have just been formed in Massachusetts, the Jenny New, about the call centers and, and all the wonderfulness, I think a lot tied to the 988. So, Jake, thanks again for coming in tonight, man. Anytime, brother. I appreciate you guys. Love to have you in. Hope you come in again before the... Be, be, before the run to uh, just uh, let us know what's going on. Yeah. But uh, thanks, everybody, and uh, we hope to, to talk to you next week and be healthy out there and, uh, you know, don't be afraid to thank a vet for the services. Good night, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. Take care. Didn't they try to find some good for you and me? And we'll be free. Some